As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Good morning, Jack. Good morning there. Thanks for having me today. You're very welcome, Jack. And just tell me a little bit about what this talk is going to be about and what it focuses on. Um, yeah, so this talk, what it is about is an introductory for people who aren't from the LGBTQIA plus community, who really don't know anything about us, who feel like really nervous, like engaging with us. Mm-hmm. This is something I've you noticed is that like, when I was transitioning, people were really nervous to engage me and I started talking to people and trying to find out why they were nervous and it was this fear of getting it wrong. So this is where like this sort of training has come out and this presentation has come out of is trying to get people to be okay with like getting it wrong, to feel awkward, like again we're all human, it's a process and so this talk is there aimed to educate them, especially for parents, grandparents, guardians, just, you know, if they have a young one who's like transitioning or coming out, that they feel a bit more equipped, that they have a better understanding of what their children are going through, they have a better understanding of the services that are there. And it's fantastic that I've been able to work with the county library and our services to to deliver this. Um, and what is your advice to people who do have those fears of, of getting it wrong, as you say? Um, getting wrong. I think what people tend to do if they're like if they have this fear and they're a bit nervous and they're a bit and they feel a bit awkward about it, it's like they tend to avoid. And unfortunately, like I know um seeding the county, which is a project down in Yaw run by Comnadina, they did a piece of research and they found that like for a lot of people, isolation, especially in rural Cork, is a huge problem. So if you feel awkward and you're not engaging with these people, that's just going to impact their feeling of isolation more. So what I would kind of say is engage with these people be okay in yourself and getting it wrong. And like, if you get mm. it wrong, just correct yourself and also kind of just move on. Like again, we're all human. These things happen. I know when I was coming out, people were getting my name and pronoun wrong all the time. And it's a process for them because like in the way that it took me a long time to figure out who I was as a person, it takes people close to me a long time to understand it and accept it. Misgendering is a big thing on social media this morning. Mm. So if someone does misgender someone, what is the best way to approach it? <clears throat> Uh, so that's way to process. So if you use the wrong gender, just like, oh, sorry, I meant like she. And mm-hmm. then like the really key thing is to move on. Because I think, again, sometimes what people do, people are trying really, really hard not to get things wrong. Um, I, always, I always use the example of don't think of the pink elephant. If you, if you try not to think elephant, all you're going to do is think of pink elephant. So when people are really, really trying to get it right, sometimes they'll trip themselves up. So if you do that, just apologize straight away. You know, most people are very, very understanding. Like, I know myself, sometimes I don't even pick up when someone's done a bad accident. Mm. And again, like, if it's a genuine accident, we will know. Um, but the key is, like, not to 
keep talking about it. You know, I've, I've been stuck in half an hour's conversation with people who keep apologising because, again, they feel really sorry about it. And, mm. and I understand that. But it's important to also like, just move on in the conversation. And is it hurtful to you um, um, if, if somebody does, um, you know, misgender and keep, and keep going on about it then? Or is it something that you can just brush over? Um, it depends on like the person. I know myself. Like I'm, I'm pretty resilient. Um, so like I usually just brush over. Again, I can understand that people are not do not have malice intent when they do it. And mm. if somebody does, and that's somebody like I just don't want to engage with. Um, and you know, it's, it's understanding it's a process. Um, and like sometimes it can be a bit frustrating if I have somebody who's, who's just not getting it. Yeah. And like, and usually then I just have to sit down and I was like, I know this is a process. I know it's difficult for you, but like. Like, I, I would really, really appreciate it. It would mean a lot to me if you could just, you know, try a little harder. We we can work together on this. Yeah. And have you spoken to other people in Cork who feel the same way as you, yeah? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think um, that is, you know, you know, in our peer support and stuff that we do, that's one of the conversations, you know, that we often have is, you know, oh, someone misgendered me and they just spend the next half an hour apologising and mm. it was... It was awkward, you know, and I, I just wanted, you know, to have the conversation. Because then, like, you're just drawing more folks in on it. Yeah. And do you think that attitudes in Cork are changing? Oh, massively so. Like, it's, I think, especially, like, when it comes to, like, the wider um, county Cork, there, there's this mm. idea that the more rural you go, the worse it's going to get. And my experience, like, this isn't the case. Like, I have people from all the way from there reaching out, looking to put services and supports in the area. Like, people are really good. We, we need to give people the opportunity to support and help us. Hmm. People take that on. I know um, the Skibbering Family Resource Centre recently sent out all these pride packs to the local businesses, hmm. and we all put them up. Um, you know, cause like, and they were, it was just fantastic to see on social media all of these different businesses with their flags, like, being really, really proud and being really, you know, happy to support us. And Jack, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who might be listening to this conversation on the Opinion Line on 96FM mm. this morning who wants to tell their friends and family that they identify differently? Um, what I would kind of say is it's, it's a process. There is no right time. Um, I think we kind of feel like coming out as this one big event, but you're always coming out. Um, like I would say, like start off small, tell somebody you know you can trust, you know, so that the way you'll have someone on your back when you tell other people link in with the community you know you have us gender of court you also have link you have the gay project again over in y'all you have and um, the senior county project so there's a lot of resources to also link in with um because like sometimes you know you build yourself up to come out to somebody and mm. you're waiting for this big argument or this you know for it all to go crashing down and you tell them and they're like oh that's grand and then like you're like oh where where do i take all this energy i was mm. waiting for this fight because again most people are very very accepting and if when somebody's not it's usually because this is news that they've yet to process and it can take a time to process so if you have a negative reaction try not to worry too much you know give that person time to process it um you know and i think a lot of people because again the way that you know we have to process ourselves mm. and acknowledge it to ourselves and come out to ourselves our loved ones especially the more closer our loved ones is to us the more that they'll need to go to that process also yeah and what was it like for yourself when you were coming out? Um, for myself, I was very, very fortunate. Um, like coming out, I came out kind of older. I was twenty-seven at the time mm. when I came out as trans. 
Uh, my experience was, was really positive. Again, I kind of um, one of the bigger negatives was the fact that like, I noticed people being very awkward around me, and I, I was the one who had suddenly initiate engagement again, and and that got very tiring after a while. So like, there's a few friendships that kind of dissipated, and it's not out of sadness or malice. It was because they just didn't know how to interact with me anymore. Yeah. So then, how important is something like pride? How important is that initiative? Um, it's it's very very important again because you know as I said earlier like, there is a lot of isolation and sometimes it can feel like you are the only person who's experiencing this and pride is is kind of about taking ownership of the community and engaging with the community and pride can be a great way to get introduced to the community and I think that is very very important that people build up those sense of connections they build up that sense of community again that's why Gender Rebels was founded because for the trans non-binary intersex and gender non-forming community there wasn't a, a hub or a centre for them to go to in Cork and it was really important for me to put that in and I Pride also operates like that, you know, it operates as this hub for people to engage in the community and you know, it's, I think that's really important it's important to know that there's others like you out there. And Jack, just remind us about the talk, what's it called, mm-hmm. where can people find it and when's it on? Perfect. So the talk is called No Big Deal, um, Gender Identity and Sexuality. It's, again, it's about um, giving people an introduction into gender identity and sexuality. It's going to be hosted on the County Cork Library's YouTube and it's going to be up tomorrow. Brilliant. Um, thanks very much for Jack, uh, to Jack for coming on the Opinion Line this morning and telling us all about that. And if anybody does want to watch that, it is on the Cork County Library at corkcoco.ie. Cork's 96FM As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.